Hey everyone, it's George Trombley and this is The Secrets of Japanese, Episode 3. In Secrets of Japanese, we talk about things that will help you speak Japanese better and faster. Today we're going to be talking about some internal beliefs that many people share about why they can't learn Japanese. Uh, one of them, of course, being that Japanese is just too hard to learn. And that's probably the one that's the most true. If we look at the Defense Language Institute uh, informational page on difficulty of languages, they have a scale of one to four for languages. Uh, one being uh, instruction of 26 weeks to get you to a, a basic fluency. That would include languages like French, Italian, Portuguese, and Spanish. With the second most difficult, taking 34 weeks for German and Indonesian. And we'll jump the third level. There's a lot of languages in there, including uh, Hebrew and Russian. That's 48 weeks of uh, instruction. But Japanese is one of only a few languages that is schedule four, okay? And that includes Arabic, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, and Pashto. I think I said that right, Pashto. It looks like it could be Pashto, but I think I've heard it as Pashto. It requires... 64 weeks of instruction according to whatever metric that they have done here at the Defense Language Institute. And keep in mind, this is the governmental institute that teaches language. It's probably not a very biased assessment of how hard the language is. It's actual training done uh, through the many years. Now, the chart that I'm looking right now on the web doesn't show what it used to show, but a long time ago when I looked at this chart, out of all of the languages that were listed as level four, Japanese was the only one that had an asterisk next to its name, and that meant that it was especially hard. Now, the reason why Japanese was listed as especially hard is most likely because of all of the writing involved. Japanese has three writing systems. Hiragana and Katakana are both phonetic systems, and there's uh, just a little bit over a hundred of those characters, and they're not too hard to learn. But when you look at kanji, which is the writing system that was imported from China over a thousand years ago. These particular kanji, these Chinese characters are very difficult to write. And on top of that, they have many different ways to read the same character. Some characters can have up to seven or eight different readings depending on the word. So you have to learn how to read the same character multiple different ways. And this makes it a little bit difficult. Chinese, on the other hand, even though it's the originator of these Chinese characters, they have simplified them in mainland China. They didn't simplify them in Taiwan. And some of the ones in Taiwan are actually more complicated than Japanese because even Japan has done some simplification. But China themselves have simplified them to much less strokes and they typically only have one or two readings. They don't have three or four readings like m many Japanese characters. So that's kind of makes Japanese a little bit extra hard. But is it impossible to learn? Absolutely not. Many people have learned Japanese. And one of the things I think that people tend to forget that makes learning a language easier or not is ease of access to materials available in that language. Japanese is one of the richest language in terms of there's animation, there's manga, there's games, there's Japanese restaurants all over America. And Japanese is one of the most popular languages to learn. And, uh, and if, if you are into Pokemon or any of these uh, really, uh, to use the word otaku, but otaku-like things uh, where it was something that you get 
are really into something, Japan is a really easy one to get into because even just one of their anime franchises is can be an exciting thing to dive into. Even one game has a lot of depth to get into. Okay, so that maybe doesn't happen as much for other languages, but it definitely happens for Japanese. Okay, now yesterday on the podcast, I asked, what do you think are the number one ways that people stop learning or don't want to learn or don't think they can learn? What stops them? What are some internal beliefs that they have that prevents them? The number one that I've heard uh, that I guess bothers me the most is I'm not a language guy or I'm not a language girl. I'm so bad with language. Well, that can be no more further than the truth because right now you're listening to language and you're understanding it. And even babies can learn Japanese. And you as a baby learned English. You have to just understand that if you start down the path of learning Japanese and start putting words together, you cannot not understand. You will not be able to ignore a word that you know once you know it. And over time, as you learn grammar and words, you might think, oh gosh, when it's all together, I I can't understand it. But that is not how the brain works. If you give your brain all of these words and all of this grammar, it cannot not understand. Think about that phrase, not not understand. Like I could tell you, hey, don't eat that pizza. Or I can say, don't drink that water. But you can't tell somebody to not understand. Hey, could you take a moment and not understand what I'm saying right now? No, you can't. If you're driving down the road and you see a billboard, you can't not read it, okay? So if I say Japanese words that you know, you absolutely must understand them. Now, I'll say a few words that you might know and you might have heard before. Kawaii, kawaii, it means cute. And a lot of people have heard it. If you watch any uh, anime, I'm sure you've heard the word hentai. Hentai means pervert or perverted. And it's a genre of anime. Excuse me if you haven't heard that. I don't really recommend you looking it up right now. But it's kind of a perverted, more adult style of animation. And it's known within the animation uh, you know, fans community. Okay, So there's a lot of words that we know. Like, for example, take this word. Did you know there's English that comes from Japanese, tsunami. Tsunami means tidal wave in Japanese, okay? Uh, who's the head honcho around here? The word honcho means team leader in Japanese, okay? We know the word samurai. We know the word sushi, right? So if there's a Japanese word that you know, and as you learn, you will absolutely not be able to ignore what you know. So you are not not a language guy. You are absolutely a language guy. As a matter of fact, there are so many systems d- dedicated in the brain to language. That's probably the easiest thing you could do is learn a language. Okay. Now, will it take time? Yes. Will it be hard? Absolutely. You know, you're going to be reprogramming your brain, you know, your entire life. You've spoken mostly in English or only English for the majority of Americans. So you are going to have to break down some walls in your brain. Okay. Okay but it's not impossible. Uh, Number two reason, how many of you said this one? You're afraid to speak Japanese. Now, I understand this one a lot. I have studied French. I'm studying German, Tagalog, Vietnamese, and Korean. And in the beginning of learning a language, weirdly enough, it almost feels 
like you're an actor, you know, you're acting out a different existence. It's not you, you know, you know, when we speak English, we have a certain tone and a rhythm, but when you speak Japanese, becomes a completely different way of speaking. And Korean's the same and German's the same. And you start developing a completely different personality. And that's a little bit offsetting in the beginning. And I can understand why it's embarrassing to speak because you're going to sound weird in the beginning. Every language that I've learned, I'll tell you right now, I do not worry about the accent in the beginning because I know I'm not going to get it right. And I don't want to waste a lot of time trying to get it right. The only way you can really improve an accent is just listening to a lot of source material and then practicing shadowing that source material. And we'll talk about that in a later podcast, but you definitely need to shadow. Shadow means you copy what they say. You hear it and you say it. And it's a little bit embarrassing because, you know, the funny thing for me is when I first start speaking a new language, I feel racist. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm making fun of them with their accent, but I'm not. I'm just emulating their accent, you know, and that's what you have to do to get good or else you're going to never sound right. Uh, but don't be afraid to speak. You're just going to, you're going to have to get past a thousand embarrassing moments before you're really good in Japanese. All right. The third most common reason why people think they can't learn, and this is probably the most valid one, I understand this one for sure, uh, is I don't have time. And uh, this one, this one just takes a little bit of effort, okay? And it, you can do small things in your life to bring Japanese into your life. For example, okay, instead of watching an American TV show, you can watch a Japanese TV show. Or you can watch the Japanese dub version of a TV show that you already are familiar with or, or are a fan of on Netflix. Netflix has the ability to change the language spoken to Japanese. And I do this all the time. I'm watching, uh, was it Bojack Horseman with my wife in Japanese. I'm watching Good Place, which is an excellent, really fun show. It's a little, I'll give you that that one's a little bit difficult, but it doesn't matter the, the level of difficulty because you don't understand it anyway. But if you know the story and you're studying Japanese, your leisure time can be the time where you're studying. Okay. You have to redefine what does studying mean? Studying means listening, trying to speak, writing. You can also change your phone into Japanese mode. That is like living your life on hard mode a little bit because if you haven't studied enough, you're going to be in trouble. But you know, one really cool thing you can do is just change your Siri to Japanese or your, your voice on, on your Android to Japanese. And then you can ask questions in Japanese. You can do this also with almost every uh, Amazon Echo device. So these are things that you can do. I'm not going to tell you to study eight hours a day because you can get by with just pushing a little bit of Japanese into your life. And if you can do it, spend 30 minutes a day watching a video on Japanese or listening to a podcast where we talk about Japanese. Right now, we're kind of setting up how to get to the learning of Japanese. We, we will get there, but right now, I want the right mindset. I want you to know that it's not impossible. You are a language guy or girl, and you can get over the fear of speaking. All right. So whew, that's what I wanted to say today. Now, uh, yesterday, I put up the A-I-U-E-O writing practice sheet up on the resources page. I'm going to be updating that today to include the next one, which is Ka-Ki-Kukeko and Ga-Gi-Gugeko, which are very similar and very easy to learn 10. You can learn 10 today. But in addition to that, 
on the Secrets of Japanese slash resources page. I will also put up a word group that uses all of the characters you learned yesterday. Okay, so you can start learning words. Now, these words are going to be important because we're going to use these words. Once we get through all of the hiragana, we'll start working on sentence patterns. Okay, and we're going to need words to fill those sentence patterns. All right, so please do me that favor. Do yourself that favor. Go to that resources page, get through the second sheet, and I'll see you tomorrow. And I hope that you're, I hope that you're as excited as, as I am for you to get fluent in Japanese. All right, I'll see you all then. Janet.